know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPosito, and the Celtics lose another game in Summer League, 97-89. This was a game that the Celtics fell fell down by as many as 23 points. They were down 57-34 to at one point in this game, late in the second quarter. I'm uh, going to follow today's podcast similar to how I've been following most of the summer league games. Uh, talk about the the players that made an impact, kind of move on from there. But before we dive into the game, I want to give uh, a little shout out to a lot of, honestly, you guys, the fans. Uh, I started this podcast three years ago at the beginning of COVID when I couldn't leave the house Uh, There was really nobody to talk to about the Celtics because you never really saw anyone. Uh, So instead of talking to my wife, who doesn't like the Celtics, really, frankly, she's not a big basketball person. uh, Instead of boring her with the conversation, I started the podcast so I could talk to you guys, the fans. And it's been amazing. I have been doing this is coming on to my fourth season uh, as, you know, kind of this running this podcast. And over the last couple of days, uh, two different reporters have put together a list of the top Celtics podcasts, and I was on it, uh, both of them. So it's just, it's really cool. Justin Trombino over at the Celtics Files put together a list. I believe I was sixth on his list. Uh there are hundreds of podcasts guys like there. If you want Celtics content, you can go almost anywhere for it. Uh, And the fact that I I made a couple of these lists now is, is really fun. Adam Taylor, another one, one of my favorite reporters out there. Uh, And again, same thing, put together a list and I was on that list. It's just, it's really fun doing this podcast, but it's really great to, you know, see other people acknowledging it, enjoying it as well. So sorry for the soapbox. Wanted to just give a shout out to all of the listeners here because this really has been a, a fun ride for me and kind of keep keep it going here throughout the season. But enough of that. We want to dive into this game a little bit here. The Celtics played pretty sloppy for a lot of for a lot of this game. Uh, but again, I, I'm not as focused on the win or the loss in summer league. It's, it's more of who played well, how did they play? Uh, and to me, there's still a couple guys that stand out. Uh, Banton is one of them. That guy like Banton for me had four turnovers in this only two assists. So as a point guard, the guy that's bringing the ball up the most, you know, he's starting alongside, J.D. Davison, uh, but still Banton was the guy that you know had the ball in his hands more often than not. He played really well, though. 18 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, had a block, 7 of 12 from the field, 2 of 6 from 3. The guy is super fast, super long, and is absolutely going to push the pace. He's a fun guy to watch. He had a really good game throughout most of this, 
the only the one thing that really kind of confused me was just an unforced turnover. Celtics again battled back, had an unbelievable third quarter to bring this within nine, I believe. Uh, and then Champagne, who I'll talk about, had a couple of big threes, got this down to like a four point game at one point in the fourth. And Banton was dribbling the ball up. Very, very light pressure. Like the guy probably had five, he was five feet off of Banton, and Banton just lost the ball. I don't, I don't know what he was trying to do. Just dribbled the ball, just did not go into his hand, and he lost it. And it was a huge turnover and a huge moment for the Celtics in this game. So outside of that for Ben, like that was not a good play by any means. But outside of that, really solid game overall. I love the way that he plays. The fact that he's on an actual contract with the Celtics just gives me a little bit of hope that honestly, like I think he could move into not really a, a rotational piece, but he's absolutely a guy that can go in and give you minutes on a fairly consistent basis. Again, I don't think he's going to be an everyday play, but he certainly can go in there and give you pretty good minutes. Uh, but outside of him, I talked about Champagne a little bit. He had a really good game in this one. And I know game one, I came on here and said that he played like trash. And... <laughs> Uh, I didn't think that he belonged on this team, on a two-way in the NBA in general. Uh, he's done a pretty good job of proving me wrong. You know, this was a solid game. 14 points, three rebounds, an assist. I'm pretty sure he had 12 points in the second half and was just splashing threes. Four of nine from beyond the arc in this one, all basically from the exact same spot. Free throw line extended out. Like, really solid game from Champagne helping the Celtics kind of get back in this game. Because, frankly, there was very little offense. We scored 20 points in the first, 18 points in the second. The Celtics really weren't putting together a lot of scoring. But we scored 28 in the third. A lot of that was due to the fact that Champagne just was wet from three. So you look at it, you got to give him credit. Solid game from Champagne. Um, and then you got our rookie, Jordan Walsh, coming in here, playing really well again. I mean, this isn't a game where, you know, the stats jump off the, the stat sheet here. 13 points, two rebounds, two assists. Okay. Like, it's not, it's not great. But what I like is the fact that the Celtics really relied on him for a lot. A lot. Shots weren't falling. Like he was he was getting to the rim, which I like to see. Uh the threes, no hesitation, taking them. 40% from beyond the arc is good. Right? Two of five is good. I will take that every day of the week. The fact that he's doing it without any hesitation whatsoever, knowing that he can hit these shots, that's the impressive part. Five of five from the free throw line. Again, got to the rim a bunch. Not like he didn't finish all of them. Clearly, he was three of 11 from the field. So take out the threes. He was one of six inside the arc. Uh, so less than ideal. However, it's these plays that he's continuing to build confidence. Like this is what you want to see from a rookie. 
he's not coming out and dominating summer league by any means, uh, but he's playing well. He's playing well, and that's what you love to love to watch. Uh, so really, you know, overall, those are probably your three big guys that you got to talk about in this game. Uh, but the Celtics did have some help. You know, it wasn't just them that kind of played through it. I want to dive into some of the other guys. Before we do, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. All right, so want to dive into some of the other guys. Uh, you got to start with Jay Scrub in that mix. This is a game, honestly, as I was watching it, I'm sitting here like, okay, Jay Scrub, this is kind of his down-to-earth type game. Because honestly, he's been crushing Summer League, playing really well. And I've talked about it a ton. 16 points in this one, though. Six rebounds, two assists a steal. 5-11 from the field, two of three from three, including a massive step-back transition three. Uh, to make it a four-point game uh, late in that fourth quarter. So, Jay Scrub, I mean, I test, it looked like a fine game. Like, I didn't think he looked spectacular, but the stats, I mean, he was the second-leading scorer behind Ben. Played less minutes, took one less shot. So, I mean, you got to give the guy some credit. I... uh I'm a big fan of Jay Scrub. I think that there needs to be a two-way spot at the at a minimum for this guy. The Celtics only have one roster spot left. It seems like they're, you know, working out other guys. There's been rumors about John Wall, so if he gets that spot, there aren't any roster spots left for Scrub. But we have the ability to sign three two-way guys. We'll talk about that a little bit more as things kind of progress here. Still one more game tonight. Uh on Saturday night, Celtics play again. Final summer league game. Will not be making the playoffs of this summer league. Uh, but so be it. So honestly, I mean, Jay Scrub, another solid game for him. Balcharowski, solid game. 11 points, six rebounds, an assist, a steal, a block. Three of five from the field. Five of seven from the free throw line. Pretty good free throw shooter. Honestly, has a pretty good touch. Took a three, missed it, but like the shot is there, the form's there. He looks good. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan. Like I don't think that this is a a guy that can help the Celtics at any time in the near future. But he's a big body, big body, and can shoot. 
You never know. You never know. Uh, but outside of those two guys, I mean, really, there there are six guys that played pretty good basketball, and I've, just, I've talked about them today. Bean didn't do much. Azubuki didn't do much. Kamar Baldwin, brutal. I don't know why there were so many reports about him prior to Summer League. First game, didn't play. Second game, miserable. Third game, miserable. Fourth game, miserable. I don't know. I don't get it. Two points, uh, three assists, three steals, I guess. I mean, defensively, he was fine. Stayed in front of guys, but one of five from the field. Oh, of two from three. I don't know. I just don't. Like, he's also short. I believe he's one. So, size-wise, doesn't really make too much sense either. So, for me, I mean, you look. Obviously, you've got Davison. On a two-way already. Banton is on an actual contract. Jordan Walsh on an actual contract. So you've got Balcharowski, Champagny, and Jay Scrub. Those are the the other guys that need to kind of figure out what's what their future is. Outside of that, I don't think anyone else has any sort of opportunity. Uh kind of played himself into that role a little bit. Uh, but again, I don't, I don't really see that happening either. So with the other two, two way spots, I mean, it's, it seems like Champagne and scrub could be those guys. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, obviously we'll, there's one more game today and then the Celtics will have to start making some decisions on that. Uh, but overall, I mean, it's a tough loss. Listen, anytime you go down by 23 points, it's going to be hard to battle back. Right, Celtics did it. Celtics played really well in the third quarter, pretty well in the fourth as well. Uh, but overall, I mean, when you dig yourself that deep, it's, it's hard to get out of it. But it's not really about the result. It's about the process in Summer League, which is the complete opposite from the regular season. But you want to watch these guys play, how they're playing, how they're connecting with guys, uh, and if they fit the system that the Celtics are currently playing. So, overall, solid game. That's it. So, we're going to wrap things up for today, though. Uh, Again, one final Summer League game happening tonight, Saturday. uh, And then, hopefully, we start to get some news here. Uh, Jalen Brown is traveling overseas uh, for an NBPA. I don't know if it's a conference or what, an event. It's an NBPA event. And... uh, Reports are stating that all contract negotiations are up in the air and on pause until he gets back. I don't know why this is taking so long, uh, but it's kind of me off at this point. I feel like they're waiting for the shoe to drop on the damn situation, and that kind of pisses me off. So hopefully we've got some good news soon. Uh, where we can talk about some two-way contracts. We can talk about the Jalen Brown extension, all of that hopefully coming soon. Uh, But we will have one more podcast kind of recapping uh, the final game of Summer League. And then we'll try to get a special guest on here uh, and talk about, you know, Summer League as a whole, uh, where everyone stands, what the two-way contract situations might look like. Uh, But we'll get there. For now, we're going to leave it at that. Have a great rest of the day. 
Celtics fans, and we will talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?